0: Hey there, friend. Welcome to Online Courses Made Easy. I'm your host, Robin Kent, and I am thrilled you are here with me. Do you find yourself with a head full of course ideas and content only to feel overwhelmed when it's time to transform that knowledge into a profitable online course, navigate the course technology, and craft a clear launch strategy? no worries, because this podcast is designed just for you. I'll guide you in mastering the art of organizing and delivering your course content for student success, creating launch strategies, that draw in your dream students and setting up systems that make learning a breeze so go grab your favorite cup of coffee and let's dive in and simplify the world of online courses hey friend hey okay so, today we are going to get into part four of my five part series of getting ready to build, launch, and deliver your profitable course. So, if this is the first one of the five part series that you listen to, I would highly encourage you to go back and listen to part one, two, and three as well. And it will give you so much to think about and to process and to make notes of of what you need to get together to get ready To make that course live. Like everything we talk about here on the podcast, get you ready, but these are strategically put in place because these are concepts and information that I have pulled from what I work with clients when I work with them one on one, or with the course that I am going to actually be having go live in January of 2024 and be able to help in a group situation to actually go through the three phases of tech and strategy for building, launching, and delivering your course. So I love teaching people to how to actually put all the pieces together. Um, I am the techie girl, the techie bestie to so many of my clients and friends, and so I am going to be putting a course together, so stay tuned for news about that. But for today what I want to focus on here in part 4 is that we're going to talk about four things that create a effective course delivery. So a lot of times people are all stressed about the building or about the launching and getting it all set but the delivery is just as important. And especially with my background in education, you know, it's like delivery is so important because no matter if you were in regular education or if you have taken a course or you have even thought about being a course creator before, you don't only want to make the sales and get people actually into your course, but you want them to be successful through the program. You want them to be successful through the course Because your heart and your passion is to actually bring value to them and help change their lives, whatever it is. Maybe it's them figuring out how to balance their finances. Maybe your course is going to be about how to have a better marriage or how to raise their toddlers. I mean, whatever your course is about, the delivery is just as important because it is so important to get your client from the beginning. You've got them in the door, you've sold it, you've built it, you've done all of this, but now you're going to walk them through it. And it can be the most fun thing about being a course creator, but you have to be intentional about how you do it so that it brings success for your clients, for your students, okay? So here we go. We're going to go through four different elements that I want you to think through and just intentionally process as you are putting together your course, all right? So the first element is, of course, know your audience. I cannot drive this home enough. Like you have to know your audience, of course, to build the course. You have to know your audience to create your message. You have to know your audience to how to connect with them and let them know you have the solution. But you also have to know your audience or your students, what kind of learners they are, how they like to go through a course But at the same time that you know them, you have to know what are your strengths and what are you, what fits your business style of the way that you're going to provide this course. So things that I want you to think about, okay, is how much time do they have? How much time do they have to implement your different modules, to implement your different processes? One of the questions that I will get when people are looking at my courses, they'll be like, okay, how long is it going to take me to get through this? Like I'm very busy and um, I only have maybe 30 minutes before bed that I can actually do this. Or maybe I get up in the morning and before the kids get up and then that's when I will have time to actually consume this. So they want know how long, how much time, how much brain space is it going to take to get through a course. So you have to know that about your audience because that is going to then help you think through how you structure it, how not just the knowledge you're delivering, but maybe that you do bite-sized videos, maybe you add PDFs so that they can visually see it, plus they can hear you it gives you so much information by knowing how much time do they have all right then still under know your audience how committed are they all right so sometimes with a lower price point course then they are not quite as committed versus if they paid a higher price for a course, all right? If they paid a higher price, then usually comes more commitment. But also it comes with, depending on uh, how important it is to them to fulfill this accomplishment, to solve this problem that you are solving for them with your course. So you have to try and grasp how committed are they? All right, then under still knowing your audience, I want you to think about what type of accountability do they need? What type of accountability do they need to get from not just in the door to purchase your course, but to get from module one to whatever, maybe module six, how much accountability? Are you going to just have maybe accountability that, um, Maybe you have zero accountability part of your course. Maybe it is a self-paced course, uh, do-it-yourself where you sell it to them. It's theirs for a lifetime and they don't need any accountability. They'll get to it when they're ready. Maybe that's the case. Maybe they need a little bit of accountability and maybe you have a community that, a Facebook community or something that you run or your team runs just so that they can come and ask questions and things like that. All right. So think about what kind of accountability do they need and have you put that in your plan of action to deliver your course. All right, number two element that you need to think about, okay? Create clear learning objectives. Create clear learning objectives. So I want you to stop and think about what do you want your learner to actually accomplish by the end of the course. A lot of this is discussed on your sales page. Like your sales page, you're going to put your promises, what they're going to have by the end of the course, those kinds of outcomes, those kinds of things. So I want you to keep that in mind as you are creating clear learning objectives. It's for you so you stay on track, but it's also for them to know if you're not getting this learning objective, then you need to come talk with with me, Like, I need to explain it a little bit better for you. Maybe I need to break it down differently, whatever. So if you have clear learning objectives and that's part of your different modules, then you're going to have much better success for your client, for your student to go from module one to module six or whatever the end of your modules are. All right, also with your clear learning objectives you want to have opportunities for them to apply the knowledge that you have taught in each of the modules so you may have a um where Again, it goes back to that accountability of if they need it or not. But even without accountability, you can give them prompts for application. So let's say in your modules that you have videos and they're going to teach them how to do this. If you have worksheets or if you have a workbook below, PDFs, something like that, it is giving them a chance to actually maybe fill in the blank put the answers down, journal different things. It gives them a chance to apply the actual knowledge you've given them. Or maybe you've given them an assignment of maybe your course is how to go and be consistent on social media. So then maybe your actual, the way they can apply it is, okay, now I encourage you to go and make one post a week or three posts a week, you know, so that you can become more consistent on social media. You're giving them directions Again, it's going to go back to accountability to if you ever know they do it. But when you give them clear directions to go and apply it and give them that type of situation, then it's going to stick in their head and they're going to continue to maneuver and move through your course. All right, number three element that you need to consider in having effective course delivery is easy accessibility to the course content. Being the tech girl behind the scenes for almost seven years here at seven years, I process this with my course creators all the time and with their students because many a times I'm with that course creator even through the delivery phase. And so I am there seeing the struggles that the students have in the accessibility, and yes, you are going to have clients and students that are at different levels, and they they're they're perfectly fine with tech and they know how to maneuver different things. But then also, the more buttons that they have to click and the more things they have to go into, then sometimes it can become very cumbersome. and They don't really go in there because it's such a hassle to get into the platform or that pieces to the courses, there's some over here, there's some over there, there's somewhere else, and it's just hard for them to keep up with where everything is. So when you can find a platform that brings all, all, if not most of the pieces together in one place, then that is going to create easy accessibility for them. A lot of times when I talked with course creators, they think about their course platform as in, how much is it going to charge? How much do I have to pay per month? How easy is it to set up? But I want you to think about the user's perspective as well, okay? And also, you want to make sure you have a crystal clear onboarding process. Because if you have a very clear onboarding process to get them through the whole accessibility of the course content or whatever you're providing, that helps so, so, so much. So that onboarding process could be a video tutorial that walks them through how things are done. Maybe it's screenshots of things, of how things are done, Or maybe if you have a coaching call, and the very first coaching call, you teach them how to get through things. Maybe it's an onboarding process that's done in their welcome email of, go here, go here, and this is where you're going to find this. Here's the password for this. Whatever the case may be, you want to have clear onboarding process, which is going to make sure that they know how to get to all of the content and all of the pieces that you are providing for your course. Okay, the very last one is engage with the students. Engage with your students, okay? Now you're thinking, but what if this is a self-paced course, self-study course, and it's on their own? That's okay. You can go and set up emails. So after they purchase your course, You can set up an automation of emails that checks in with them that says, hey, did you get to module one yet? Because I'm hoping that you understood this. If not, make sure to, you know, go back and re-listen to this or give them some other call to action of a way that they can move forward to the next module. And if you, again, if you have six modules, then maybe you can set up an email automation to engage with the student who purchased that self-pay self-study course and check in with them and just let them know, okay, next week, I'm going to check in with you on how is this going. And, you know, you can email me back at this email and let me know how it's going. I'd love to hear and cheer you on. You could create all of that in the background and make it super easy that way. Or maybe your structure of your course is to have a group community. This could include you being part of it. It could be your team taking care of it. Um, But you can have engagement with the student over that course material in that community. And then of course, engaging with the students could come directly from you. And that's a higher level of group program that you can actually check in with your students two or three times a week, one time a week, have them maybe on Voxer or something like that. And you have that accountability so that they can ask questions and they can clearly move from module one, two, three, four, and on. And this is really, really good. I've seen this be very effective when you have maybe a brand new course because you really, one, it's an extra extra special thing for a founder's round, maybe, because it helps you see where their struggles are, truly get some solid feedback from them, and maybe even tweak things as they're going through it, so that you can have those students have success at the end of the time in your course, so that you can know what you need to do differently and moving forward, but then also you can just, it's just a win overall. Overall, if you're able to do that with some of your first ones, or especially if it's a higher price point course that you can do that with. So, All right, so those are the four things I want you to think about and I want you to process when you are deciding so that you can have effective course delivery because it is just as important as the overwhelm that I see course creators get with the building and the launching and all the tech and all of those pieces. But thinking through the delivery as well is so, so important or you just have this fabulous course sitting on this fabulous platform Platform, and you are not getting any kind of great feedback or really little great, I mean, you know, positive feedback to know how to move forward and actually how to process uh, the outcomes and all the things in your course. So I hope you found this helpful. Again, like I said, this is part four of a five-part series of getting ready to build, launch, and deliver your course. And so stay tuned because, of course, part five is coming next. But if you need to go back and check out part one, two, and three, I would highly encourage you to do so. And if you found this helpful, I would so, so appreciate it if you would share it with a friend and tell a friend who is thinking about being a course creator, or they have been a course creator, but they're ready to level it up and they need to try something new. Shoot them over this link, this episode and say, hey, you have to go check this out because it is truly my heart and passion to connect with other you know, course creators who dream of doing it or just are ready to actually make a bigger impact. Again, my background in education and just a woman who is a figure outable woman wants to encourage other women how to figure out what works for them in the course creation world. So, all right, so good talking with you. I hope you have a wonderful day and I will be talking to you again soon. All right. Hey friend, thanks so much for listening to the Online Courses Made Easy podcast today. I sure hope it helped get your wheels turning and believing that you too can create a profitable online course. If you ever have any questions or want to dig deeper into navigating your course creation journey, then make sure to come join me and other course creators over in the community on Facebook where we are all on the same journey of building that online course to grow our business and have more time freedom with our families. Go to robinkent.com forward slash community so that you can build, launch, and deliver the online course you can't stop thinking about. Can't wait to see you in the next episode. Have a great week.